What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 5, Episode 7, and it's called Chapter 83, Fire in the Sky. And don't forget, guys. It sounds like an Ariana Grande song. (laughs) Don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending of the podcast. We're going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines of the episode. So be sure to stick around for that. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into this episode. Ooh, we're back after a one-week hiatus. Mm -hmm. What did you think? Um, It was a good episode. I think that it was uh, kind of a lead-up. There's a lot of lead-up. 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 A lot of story, a little bit of stirring the pot, creating this visual, the ideas. Um... A lot of elements. I think the one thing that I will say just generally is like, do do we think that Riverdale is biting off more than they can chew right now? (laughs) That's my, that's kind of like my takeaway from the episode. What about you? And I I think you're, I think you're on the same page with like everyone. Cause it Mm -hmm. looked like on Twitter last night, uh, everyone was sort of like, hold on, what's going on? There's way too many storylines. Like, where are we supposed to focus on? But, and you know me, I'm like all (laughs) against that shit. Yeah. But this time around, I kind of wasn't hating it. I was kind mm. of like, okay. And like you said, like I feel like it is leading to somewhere where the stories are hopefully going to start to like intersect. Yeah. Um, But again, like it's similar to last season. Like, like Bughead is very much doing like the killer storyline. And then like yeah. Archie and Veronica are like doing the Hiram slash saving the town storyline. So yeah. it doesn't feel so different. I think where people are getting lost is the whole I- alien storyline. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's taking a lot of space for a lot of fans and being like, okay, hey, what are we bracing ourselves for, for like, yes. what's next? Absolutely. I think I'm not that- hating it just yet, though. I'm not hating it just yet. I'm, like, yeah. giving them, like, an opportunity to, like, let's see more and then let me, like, fully judge Let's understand guys. it a little bit more. I definitely, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to talk about that toward the end of the episode when it gets, like, pretty tick. It gets yeah. pretty cray-cray. Yeah. Um, so just to start it off, and I feel like I want to try to do this if I remember every episode, because as we remember, um, Riverdale episodes are usually named after like movies. Movies. So, um, I looked up the movie Fire in the Sky and it is a 1993 American biopic science fiction mystery film directed by Robert Lieberman and written by Tracy Torme. It is based on Travis Walton's book, The Walton Experience, which describes an extraterrestrial abduction. Okay, so this is where this is where I have a thing with this. And I agree yeah. with you. I think we should start every episode by recapping what the film is about. But I feel like, and then there's so many situations where they just use that title yeah. as like some <clears throat> sort of connection. But is it going to really be that Jughead saw an alien? I d- highly doubt it. Like, Who I knows? don't think yeah. that's actually going to happen. Right. But there's always that sort of connection that, oh, it's like that movie, but then it doesn't mm-hmm. end up actually being literally like that movie. So Yeah, and I also feel like the title, Fire in the Sky, also, like, alludes to, like, Archie's journey. The fire, fire yeah. Firefighter. So, like, I think it, like, they're like, fire in the sky, perfect. Use that, yeah. I, that's yeah, what use I always it. feel like happens. <laughs> anyway, um, let's get into the episode. So, it starts off with Archie's place. So, uh, as you guys remember from two weeks ago, the his place was on fire. The front and the back yeah. <laughs> was on fire. Both sides. <laughs> both sides were getting hit. And um, it shows Jughead kind of narrating it. And uh, luckily, Fred Andrews had uh, fire extinguishers that they used to put out the fires. So this is like the next morning. Everything's yeah. fine. But everything's like charred at the front, obviously. 
Um, and he says that there's an arsonist on the loose. And without firefighters, obviously, Riverdale is kind of in danger of uh, basically catching fire. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> in the middle of all this, Archie is going through his old pictures, which I kind of noted down. And I, I mean, I actually want to ask you about this because... We know that the ghoulies were like in this house from time. Yeah. Like how did these how did these like okay, long things? I was lost just gonna ask you, where did get... he find that picture? Like where yeah. was it? He was like in the living room. He's like, I'm just dusting off this old old picture. Why would it be there the whole time? I thought it was like maybe in the closet with like where the extinguisher was. That would make more sense. But even to your even to your point, like wouldn't the ghoulies just like take everything out? Like they've been there for seven years. Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't understand how like he's just finding all this stuff suddenly. And so he finds this picture of his grandpa, who was a firefighter, and it was a really funny moment because. I love. I died. I was like, this goes up to yeah. He goes up to Jughead and he's like. Oh, look, I found this picture of my grandpa who was a firefighter. Grandpa Artie. Grandpa Artie. And Jughead's like, oh my God. Yeah, he literally (laughs) eye rolled. He's like, okay, I know where this is going. I'm like, thank you. That (laughs) was the best. Yeah, like it was so good. It was really so, funny. Yeah. So then Jughead is basically like, you get him, boy. Like, just, just, yeah, go, just go live He's your like, best life. He's like, it's okay. Yeah. Just go do it. I know <laughs> what you're going to do. Just go do it. Go, go. <laughs> yeah. uh, so then it comes to the coroner's office and um, they have the body. So it's Alice, Kevin, and Betty with uh, the guy, the, the coroner. And he basically says that it is not the father. It is not Polly. <laughs> Um, and she, she is, uh, it is not her because he checked it and it was like a body from three years ago. Yeah. So it's like even further back yeah. and, um, the, the swamp like preserved her body, which is why it's not like completely deteriorated, but they confirmed that it's not Betty, but now, or sorry, also, not Betty, like, not shout Polly. out to the swamp. Cause like up until shout last week, we didn't even know this swamp existed in Riverdale. Yeah. And now it's like the talk of the town. Like everyone's yeah. like all about it. Reggie like guards it full time as a job. <laughs> like where did the swamp come from? Like it didn't even exist Seven before. years later. Well, I guess it was, it was irrelevant until like now it's going to become a part of so Like whatever so happened like to Sweetwater River? Why don't they yeah. just use that? Like, why did it become like a swamp? Like. <laughs> I just just a new, new location. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now Betty realizing that it's not Polly is like, well, there's a dead body here. So like we have who to see the it? missing yeah. records. Like who is this person? So she does her investigation. That's kind of her trail for the rest of the episode. So then it cuts to Veronica visiting Hiram and um, she gets mad at, I think I missed something. Did I miss something? Oh no, I, I didn't miss something. Because uh, Archie was like, oh, like it was Hiram who did the fire. So obviously he told he tells Ronnie. He's like, I told Ronnie, Ronnie about it. Ron. So she's going to go see her dad. And so she, right away she goes in and is like, what the F, dad? Like, why Like why Daddy, did you do that? How did why you did burn it? my boyfriend's house? First of all, I just want to say I missed Hiram and Veronica. This F, I know, and I know, we've se- I know we've seen them like since, yeah. but I, I really missed their like banter. Same. And it was, it was just enough attitude, just enough like evilness. And I'm I was so like, happy I love you these two that. together. Yeah. I'm like, so I happy you them. said that because yeah. I was worried. I was worried. I mean, like, we love Hiram. We love the actor, obviously, but at the same <laughs> the <actor>. time, <laughs> we love the actor. Marky. You know, Mark, Mark and Spoils. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like, I know that there's so much hate for his character. 
um, online and I was like, how are they going to bring this guy back? But like not make him like the most yeah. evil, the like, most annoying person, him. hate him, hate him. And I just love this new energy between the two of them. They feel like they're kind of like almost more on a level level playing field. Like he does. He still sees her as his like little daughter. Yeah. But like at least she can like. And he gives her a her little own. bit. Yeah. This is my thing. And this is this. OK, this week's episode made me realize that everyone was playing their comic book character. Like, mm. I couldn't even be mad at anyone because I was like, this is what Hiram would be doing. Like, he would be showing up at Veronica's, like, like class being Tea, like, da-da-da-da, yeah. like, I screwed you over. And, like, she's like, daddy, bye. And then, like, Betty's doing, like, everyone kind of fulfilled their role, like, as they would be in the comic book. And I totally yeah. loved it. I was like, I'm I'm here for it. Like, yeah. I'm okay with this. So, so they have their little banter it. back and forth. And um, she's like, yeah, what the F, dad? Like, why did you do this? And he basically shits on Riverdale. He's like, Riverdale's disgusting. Like, why yeah, are we like, even doing this? Yeah. This place is gross. It stinks. Like, whatever. Um, and uh, she's like, well, now it's personal. I'm like, I feel like it was always personal, but okay. Like, is it always <laughs> personal It's always been personal. <laughs> Daddy What's issues. What's the opposite of personal? Because <laughs> like, it's no, never that. <laughs> it's, never the, it's never that one. <laughs> Uh, uh, so then it gets to Pop's Diner. And, like, that's the thing. It's really cute because at the very end of every single interaction, Hiram has this, like, smirk on his yeah, face yeah, as yeah. if he's, like, in trouble. Like, yeah. something's coming. Or, like, he, he like, enjoys that banter with He's, like, father. getting attention from her. Yeah. Which is he's what like, he's always wanted anyways. Like, yeah, he's he like, I get, Yeah, exactly. He's loving it. So it cuts to Pop's Diner. And Archie's talking to the old chief because he finds that in that picture, he also found the old chief. That guy. Who, yeah. Who's, like, who was the old one. Um, and he tells him that he wants to restart everything. He wants to, like, you know, get this firefighter thing going. And the chief is like, dude, I'm like 75 Men's years is old. old. Like, like, he takes like, like a leave every day. He's like, I can't fire, put fires out. Like, come on. So what am I going to do? <laughs> so, yeah, basically. Yeah, he's like, it was fine at all, like, hanging out with your grandpa who is dead now. So, yeah. like, clearly I can't do this to you. Yeah. So, he's just like, uh, this is in a young man's game. Like, I can't do this. Peace. So he just dips. And Archie, again, is, like, stuck not knowing what to do next. Then it cuts to cheer practice. We get cheer practice, like, right in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. From the top. Let's From do the it. Top. Come on. Break it down. From the top. Make it drop. Um, So Cheryl <laughs> comes in during the practice. And uh, obviously <laughs> there's that. so Extra is not even like I don't because even know if that, that word MIA defines for her. Seven years, and now you're like, "Hello." Like, I'm like, "Where have you been? Yeah. Your clothes are probably dusty. Like, who even made that shirt yeah. for you? You're like, yeah, who printed that HBIC shirt for you?" <laughs> uh, so yeah, she comes in and she's like, "The bitch is back in town. This squad is my birthright. Like, I need to take it back." And she, like, Tony's basically like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 whatever." She's whatever. like, "Okay, go, on. come on, dance, she's do like, it. Dance. We know you're gonna do this. <laughs> do the damn dance." <laughs> She's like, so I she's can't. Like, I'm yeah, so she's like, <laughs> in the spirit of like whatever of season cheer. One. I'm gonna hold on. Season one. Hold on. That that um dance off we saw in season was it one or two? One. One. Very, Tony very wasn't very even season. in there. She wasn't no. there. True. No. So they never like she never saw her. She did have a moment where she auditioned. If you remember when she was first introduced into Riverdale, I think yes. it was season two or yes. season three. Yes, that's but what then, I'm like, thinking about. Yeah, yeah. They okay. were basically girlfriends at that point. So yeah. she was like, yeah. She was like, mm. Tony. Work. Um, so yeah, no. So this time around, she challenges her to a dance off, but she's literally like, "Girl, I'm pregnant. Like, do you see my stomach? Like, I can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't do this." And um, then one of her, uh, I guess, like her like cheerleading people, yeah. students, she's like, "I'll be your proxy. I'll do it for you." And so then they con- 
Amen- commence the dance off. The dance off dancing. begins. It's like dun, 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 dun. I can't even. First like, of all, you- I love the music was so good, but I love the editing because it was like all these like whoosh sound effects. It was like whoosh, I the sound effects whoosh, were killing me. I literally whoosh. wrote that down. I was like, it's like whoosh, yeah, whoosh, whoosh, whip, whip, whip. I was like, okay, guys, and like it was like also I don't even was there music because all I there was music, hearing yeah, yeah. was like their socks making noise and like their shoes were making noise. I was, I was just like, gonna what? say all you hear is like echo like squeaking yeah it sounded going. like it was the practice run and they hadn't run audio yet and it was just like them and it was like whoosh whoosh these sound effects do not all go together guys like i don't know what's happening but someone like, did why are your shoes making that noise are they like wet or something like, like, squeak, 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 yeah. squeak, squeak. while they're like listening to this like hot like a high she's trying to be like EDM badass song. and i can hear like the little foot sounds on their with their socks making all the shoes I noticed that. It was too. so it's funny. Like, oh my gosh. So uh, everyone so, everyone loved Tony's reaction though, because Sony was like, I see that ass over like, there. Mm, okay, mm. okay, I'm feeling it. Yeah, okay. Um, so it's a tie. They do the, the whole thing, and so Cheryl doesn't win it. I what do you think that she wanted? What is your opinion on this? Do you think that she won? Okay, that one? the only reason I think Cheryl won it was because she had the editing team behind her and she had all those crazy <laughs> sound effects and she had the hair flips. And it's like, well, obviously, if you're gonna have slow motion hair flips, you're gonna win the dance off. Yeah, it's true. And I it's funny because and this is like no shade. I'm not talking about like body image or anything, but like just seeing Cheryl beside this like petite little Filipino girl, like I was just like, you guys don't even match like this. She's just like doing her I mean, moves. Yeah, and, and then I you see this girl being like, yeah, and it's like that's all what like I the, mean. Yeah, it just Cheryl's didn't... part is more <laughs> accentuated because like, a she obviously is a main lead character. Yeah, plus yeah. she's covered in red. Plus yeah. she's got the hair. Plus she's got the slow mo. Like everything's working she's for her. She's got everything this working for her. Poor girl over here. She got no special effects. She got no sound effects. She got her socks making that noise. <laughs> <laughs> One hundred percent. So anyway, yeah. So she, so they decide that they're going to share control of the vixens. That yeah. was like the final. Yeah. So then it cuts you, to you. You you mentioned this later on in your notes, but like just really quickly here, like I want to say because Tony does mention it. She's like, "Where did you come from, though? Like you, you're coming out uh, yeah. of nowhere, and you expect all of this. Like it's not yeah. just yours to take. Like you've been MIA for this whole time. And right? this is the thing that you like. Yeah, like this yeah. is the thing you're coming back to Riverdale for the yeah. Vixens, really, yeah. bitch. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about that a little bit later. So then it cuts to Veronica and Archie talking in at school, and um, Veronica says that he denies any involvement of the fire. He's like, "I didn't do it. It's not me." Um, and, uh, Archie's bummed about the firefighter stuff. He can't get this chief together. And Veronica says that Jorge, one of her friends from this New York so, City, like, was like, and it's his, it's his they're literally, boyfriend Okay, they're literally calling to Katie Keene, but not bringing any of the Katie Keene players like into the, Riverdale. The, the main it's like the friends of Katie Keene's people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, basically. okay, no one cares. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people who love the show or were like, yes, George. Are they, but though? like, George doesn't even show up, so. But that's what I mean. Like, at least bring him to be like, this is my cousin. Like, he's this, that, whatever. They're yeah. doing, like, a half-assed crossover, and I'm not mad at it because we know what Bernardo looks like, so I wasn't mad. 
mad at it, but you right. know, I'm, I'm not gonna be mad at that. I'm, so. I'm gonna be mad at that one. <laughs> I'm like, I'm okay with that one coming through. That's okay with me. He should just stay in Riverdale. <laughs> I know what the hell. So, um, so his name's Bernardo. He's a New York fighter, firefighter, and uh, shout out to Katie Keen. Also, if you live in Toronto, like the name Bernardo, Bernardo is never sexy to anyone because <laughs> if you know, there's a really big murder case that happened here. <laughs> Like, but ee, ee, on a side no yeah. he looked really good oh my god yeah he made a fire that's shirt. okay um and so uh and then on top of that and not, not only is she gonna help archie with her his thing she's like i have an idea to fix the economy Dude, veronica is working ot creating o-t. money yeah <laughs> i can't wait to talk about this so she goes to her economy Girl, class to I her can. students to her children's students and she's like we are going to fix the economy in Riverdale. And Let's do you know start... how we're going to do this? Yeah. We're going to Have you make... played Monopoly? That's <laughs> <laughs> literally it. I thought she was literally going to take the Monopoly money to be like, let's use this. No, let's go like, away and make her own she made money. Her own money. With actual dye. Yeah. <laughs> she like done did Poor everything. kids, her fingers were like covered in yeah. color. Uh, yeah, so she, so first she starts by saying she's going to revamp this old movie store for credit, like everyone who's going to be involved. They're all like, yes, I'll do it with you. Um, so then anyway, so we'll cut to that. Don't worry. It'll cut. So then it cuts to Pop's Diner and Jughead comes in with an article, a couple of articles actually about the mouth man and gives it to Tabitha. And she's like, uh, I don't know. Maybe they like lied about it though. Like who knows if they lied about it back then. Cause he's just trying to like cross reference the story that he found out about this guy <clears throat> in the woods. And, um, he's like, well, one of the witnesses, you might know them. Can you get an interview wank, for wank. me? Wank, wank. It might be your grandpa. <laughs> so obviously it's his, her grandpa. So she's like, Oh my God, I got to get it back. Um, so anyway, then it cuts to Archie and he sees his old army buddy roll up on his house with his, his full out gun, like full out gun rifle, just like holding, hold on to it. Like you don't leave the army and come back with a gun like that I mean, belongs to the army, I think. I mean, Unless he, he owned like his, bought own his own Yeah, yeah. Like it's his. He's like, I need a gun yeah. now. Um, his name is, is it Eric? <laughs> Eric. <laughs> is it his Eric John J- Jackson? And he calls him Jackson throughout the episode. But um, he, one of the things that I called out to in this, in this particular part, because he just like kind of sees him like as he's leaving the house because he's going to go to the white yeah. arm. Um, and he goes, oh, hey, like, what are you doing? He was like, yeah, I was just trying to like, you know, I'm, I'm in transition to like get this like housing um, for like transitioning back into society. And Archie's like, uh, you don't need that though. Right. I'm like, how do you know? (laughs) Like, how do you know what he needs? Um, and he kind of annoyed me when he made that comment because, like, Jackson's like, it's not that easy for everybody to just, but like, I, But you know what? I think that's a real reaction. I'm, I'm sure a lot of, like, especially more maybe men would have that reaction to be like, why do you need that? Like, you're fine. Like, just suck yeah, it up. And he was fair. like, no. Like, he's like, I'm not okay. And I, so I just, I think they needed that that dialogue to happen. That quick dialogue to yeah. be like, yo, you don't, you ignorant. You, you don't know what the hit. Oh. But, like, that's the thing. Like, you'd think Archie that Archie... ignorant? No. <laughs> <laughs> Archie Him? oblivious? Really? No way. Not Archie uh, Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> so then it cuts back to the coroner's office, and it's not... So Dude, it Dr. Out, Kirtle got some airtime today. Like, yeah, tonight. he like, got, he, like, the time of in. times. Like, <laughs> yeah, he got it in for sure. Um, so it turns out it's not It's not her. It's not Polly. It's not Polly. 
Um, Betty thinks it's this girl named Margaret, but he's like, no, 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 Margaret. It's not had Margaret braces, either. So it's not Margaret either. So it's like a next girl who is now dead. <laughs> so, uh, so she's like, okay, I guess we're gonna have to like figure this out now. Um, so then it cuts back to the white worm, and uh, everybody meets Jackson. So by everybody, I mean like Kevin, Fangs, the guys, and the the boys. Yeah, and. Um, Archie's just talking about this firefighting thing. He's like, I just want to start this up. Like, would you guys be interested in helping volunteer and like start fires and like jump into fire whenever like you need to. And they're all like, bro, like, I don't even know anything about fire. Like, thank you. But like, no thanks. And they do have a moment where Jackson and him kind of look at each other and he's like, civilians, like they don't get it. Yeah. Which I'm like, I guess that is how it feels like when you come back from the army. Oh, for sure. Everyone's just like, I, I'm fine. They're like, uh, you don't even know. <laughs> like, you don't even know. Um, so then it cuts to Betty talking to Margaret's mom. And she's just trying to understand, like, if she has like, any information happened? where yeah. she like where she can get get more information from her. And it turns out that, you know, Margaret was a good girl, but she kind of got in with the wrong crowd. It ended up being like coming like kind of a trucker story, just like pa- Polly. Yeah, almost. kind of like Polly. Um, and then she kind of disappeared. Like, no one really knew. Sheriff Keller tried his best, but he was, like, literally one person. Um, and then she mentions that Tony, who was a social worker, was the one who kind of, like, helped her through it, but, like, couldn't do enough, I guess, to help Margaret through it. So then at least Betty has a lead to talk to someone else. Um, so then it cuts to Cheryl and Veronica talking in the lounge. Again, Cheryl is kind of just like chilling on the couch and Veronica's like, hey, girl, I heard that you were like, oh, you came down from your little ice tower, mm-hmm. um, Princess Elsa. Elsa, and, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And so she's like, what are your art skills like right now? And she's like, they're <laughs> flawless. They're amazing. <laughs> so she's like, what well, can you draw something on this like piece of money? It looks like money. I'm going to make yeah. money. Like, it's like already pre-cut, been, yeah. the pre-cut template. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll help you with that. So then it cuts to the ROTC class or course or whatever. And Jackson is um, getting interviewed by the, the students. They're asking questions about like how Archie was in the army. And then he basically talks about the fact that like Archie saved his life. You know, he lost yeah. his leg, but he he saved his life. And, you know, he he'll he'll do all these things to help. And then firefighting is mentioned. And then one of the students is like, well, can we help with the firefighting things? And then Archie's like, well, yeah, he's like, look, he's like, even my friends don't even want to help me. He's like, my students? Sure, I'm down. And then I was like, but are you serious, though? Like, who? Well, he did say he's like, could maybe act as like an extra credit did he say that or he was like we have to be 16 and like make yeah, sure you your mommy like signs a paper and like right. whatever so i'm not liable for your d- life if you die for your literal death <laughs> if you f- run into a fire yeah. and die and i was yeah. like oh my god i thought it Isn't was it- cute i thought it was cute because i feel like he's he's inspiring this next generation to like right. give back to the town so like i'm he's all for something. it yeah all right um so then it cuts to the economy class and she decides that she's going to be printing literally monopoly river money. what did like, she call it like river cash? river dollars river dollars river, do- <laughs> river cash <laughs> river cash um she's like we're so- gonna use river cash but you could only <laughs> use it at pops or the bijou, the bijou. and she's like don't like, go anywhere else don't go to like <laughs> uh, home depot don't go to like the thing Walmart. Can't go to you can't go there. yeah <laughs> Yeah, so she's making this money, and I'm just like, I don't even understand 
like her mindset around it, but she does make a point where she talks about the fact that apparently this is something that happened in the States to like a small town and they were running out of money. So then yeah. they printed their own money, which yeah. I think is a real story. It must I think be a I true remember- story. Cause like she referenced yeah. it like in detail. So she's like in Ohio yeah. in 1644, yeah. they made their own money. I mean, look, great helps. idea. Like I'm all for sure. them bringing Riverdell back. Like I'm down for whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're like, whatever it takes, make money, fake money, yeah. whatever you need to do. <laughs> um, anyway, so then it cuts to, uh, Betty and she comes home and she sees like all these like muddy like, footprints like on the floor. Perfect muddy footsteps. I'm like, like, they're like, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. yeah. Like literally like perfectly put down. And she's like, mom, mom. And her mom's like at the back door and she's like, I found her phone. But like, she's like I found It's like she phone. was just sitting there waiting for Betty to come home. She's just like, her phone. And she's like covered in swamp juice. I'm like, like she go just change. rolled up. Yeah. Like, what did you, what were you doing waiting there? And it's funny because I wrote that down and being like, what a weird moment. It was, it really Very was like such weird. a random. And also, I wrote down. Didn't they already find the cell phone? Like, wasn't that I the was reason just why they found the you. body and like the the ring, the ringing? They heard the ringing of the phone. Like, I don't understand. Wait. Unless yeah. they found, unless they found the body and then they freaked they didn't out. Find they, the were, phone. they they didn't like. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. like left left before they found the phone. Yeah. But I'm just like okay. Even like, still, I think it was such a weird um, cut too because it was like, why wouldn't she just be sitting at home being like, Betty, I found her phone. Like, let's go get her. Like, yeah, why is she covered like, in swamp mud water? Like, wait, yeah. like, shocked. Like, like she just jump into like the, you knew like, that she was, it was going to be around the swamp. Like, it's not surprising. Yeah, and like if she just came home, like wouldn't you have seen her like walk through the front door? It was just and be a like, very I'm weird. Here. Yeah, there, there were a just... couple of weird um, scenes like that this episode yeah. too. That I think that were like I was like that that setup's kind of odd, but like whatever. Yeah, because she could have just texted her and been like i found betty's phone like come home (laughs) like we need to talk was that shot in the promo because if it wasn't the promo then i get why they would have done that like the footstep part the footstep part (laughs) oh yeah maybe maybe you're probably right yeah Yeah. um anyways that cuts to tony talking to betty and betty gives her like the tea on like what's going on she's like we found a dead body um, she also asked about Margaret and like what her story was. Tony's like, yeah, she was Dude, just like one Tony of those girls. Tony is carrying this season so hard that she They're even has like everything. Yelp reviews about her. Like this woman was like, have you heard of Tony Topaz? She's amazing. She's the one. Like, she's the one yeah. that like made me feel. I was like, this girl even has reviews. Like everything's going great for her. Like life is good. <laughs> so proud of her. <laughs> um, yeah. And Tony's like, yeah, I'm willing to help wherever you need. Like if you need me to help find stuff. Cause she's like, also my sister is like done been missing from time. Like something's happened to her. Um. So yeah. Again, going back to Tony, like she's literally like at this point. Do you think it. Polly's dead? I don't think that they will kill her now. At okay. this point, I yeah. feel like it's just like the thing that we need to string along. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've seen shows and movies where like the tragedy is like at the end of it all, yeah. like the kid, the person's still dead. Yeah, and you just have to like heal from it. Um, and it would give them like a story for season six, like healing from the death of Polly. So yeah, I don't know. How do you feel? Do you feel like she's dead? At this point, I kind of want her to be dead, to be honest. Cause <laughs> I like, feel like I wish she was dead. No, because like I do feel like we're we're you're right. Like it's kind they're kind of like trailing us along. Yeah. And I think it's gonna be really shocking if like at the end, like at the end of March, when this when this is final and we have to wait mm-hmm. four more months for the next part. 
and we see Polly dead, I think we're all going to be shook. We're going to be like, holy oh. shit. And it just feels more adult. Here we are yeah. seven years later and there really are consequences. Okay. There really are right. people who actually die in this show. Whereas From before I feel things. like it's always these random people and then they come back to life and then like whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of, I'm. I feel like it would be a really, really good shocking mid-season finale to be like she's actually got like she's actually dead and now we have to like figure the next step um yeah good point so then anyway it cuts to pops talking to tabitha and jughead um at thing and he's like thanks for inviting me back like i've only been gone one episode from retirement but like thanks for coming back i was like guys you couldn't even wait two seconds to bring the fucking character back to the show Anyway, so it, there is a flashback that we get of him as like teen pops, and the he's guy looks like him at the diner. Yeah, um, and he talks about the fact that like he felt an electricity in the diner. It was like super super late. It was a vibe. There was a vibe. <laughs> the was the a thing vibe. went off. Like the gumball machine went off. Like everything popped Free off. Free gum. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> then like there's this like big blow blowout flash light of light that yeah. they all see. They all kind of go outside and they investigate and then the lights just disappear as they walked out. And um, he's like, yeah, like that's kind of what happened. We didn't really know what it was. A part of me like wanted it to come back. There was some conversation about the fact that maybe it was an FBI. The FBI kind of like doing some secret experiments. He he did say it was like a military kind of like um, thing, like like, uh, testing or whatever. And I kind of was like, that would... That wouldn't make more. That's the most. That's the most accurate <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. Where are we going to X Files right now? Like I'm not. Yeah. Really sure. So, um, I so wonder anyway. if it's gonna be like a Stranger Things kind of thing, where like there's a building somewhere in Riverdale that they don't know, mm. and then like they're doing testing there, and then like this shit started happening. This is like the hybrid body of like another person or something. Yeah. Like from the upside down. Um. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I. I, I don't think I, it'll go well, as far as that. Yeah. I don't think it'll go. But like maybe the idea of like there was government testing and then like things mm-hmm. started to happen that were weird. But like obviously it wasn't anything. Weird things. Alien. Strange things happen yeah. in Riverdale. Um. So another thing that he mentions is you know you should talk to you should talk to Nana Blossom because she was done she done been there, and there's like actually a flashback shot of her as a young yeah like loved Blossom. it loved it Nana so cute I was like oh I just want to mention here quickly because I don't think we'll get to it later but um I think you were saying it. And then, no, no, some, one of our listeners mentioned last week, mm-hmm. commented, mm-hmm. and they mentioned that, is Nana Blossom real or is she just a figment <laughs> of right. Cheryl's, like, kind of crazy like, delusion imagination. and crazy? And I was like, yo, this, that is crazy. Like, if that's actually true. And yeah. Cheryl's thinking that her grandma's making her do all of these things, but it's really just Cheryl it, making her she grandma snapped. up. Yeah. And she yeah. snapped. I'm like, that yeah. is sick. Like, that would be so cool. Because and then I was also like, we're like, because also we're like seven years later, like Nana might have not made it. Like, she, like, let's right. look, she's old. Girl be old. Know? Yeah. But then you were like, no, she's in the problem. And I was like, oh. And I think she's like literally talking to Jughead. Yeah. Like, and then that crazy. scene, so that's what, like that scene leads to that. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. No. Never mind. <laughs> Backtrack on Riverdale that can't be that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, so really quickly before we move forward, I wrote down like the history of Mothman, just like a really quick thing. So it is, as we, as we mentioned, it is an actual event that happened in West Virginia. It's folklore, but still is something that people claim to have happened. The Mothman is a creature reportedly seen in the Point Pleasant area from November 15th, 1966 to December 15th, 1967. The first newspaper report was published, um, dated, da, da, da. 
um, titled Couples See Man-Sized Bird Creature Something. The national press soon picked up the reports and helped spread the story across the United States. So it's really funny on YouTube, uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved Mysteries has this whole episode on it. So I watched it to kind of just get an inf- like oh, high level information. After. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's reports from back then that happened in the spe- specific forest. And then all the way up until like 2010, people have been saying that they like saw something. Wow. But now the more recent ones people are saying were like a hoax. Like it's all just kind of like because now this town is like it's all about Mothman. Like they make Mothman coffee. They make like mm. Mothman pizzas. Like it's a part of like the wow. tourism or whatever. It's but like anyway. Salem and the witch. Like the witch. Yes. Thing. Very that. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, so that's a little bit of story about Mothman. So it is kind of related to to this but the the mothman story is more like a about a monster whereas um a lot of people are saying like this one is more like about aliens so like yeah. i think they're like mashing up a few different storylines um so then it cuts to the el royale and bernardo let's just talk about bernardo for one second okay oh, guys I okay guys is jlag and be like mm, who is that yeah. guy from New York City? He is... Ooh, Why was he not in Katie Keene? I'm sorry. He was. He was? Wait, what? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. When did he was I... Jo- he was Jorge's uh, boyfriend. Well, ex-boyfriend. Apparently, they were dating for a little bit. I remember watching... But we got to see him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw oh, him. Oh, that's... He okay. was the boyfriend. I didn't remember that. I mean, I never watched all of Katie Keene, but I... I, it's funny because I think I saw a clip of Bernardo and then I was like, who's this fine ass So he man? was dating a firefighter? Yeah, Jorge, Jorge is, Jorge was dating him yeah, in the show. Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah. didn't know that. And apparently there's like an episode where like they get gay bash. Like it's like a whole oh, thing. Oh, I must so, have missed that one. I must have stopped yeah. watching right before that. But I wrote, <laughs> like, so I, it canceled in my mind before it got canceled. <laughs> shouldn't have canceled it. Marp. <laughs> uh, but. I just kept writing down that uh, Jesus Bernardo is hot and he Jesus was, he really Bernardo was, is hot. He really was. He is a fine ass I really, really specimen. wish he stayed in Riverdale. I My really, really goodness. wish Archie didn't fuck that up. Yeah, me too. Um, and basically he's like, I'm going to train you children. I'm like, train me too. Okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Patty work house. Let's do it, daddy. Um, so anyway, he's kind of like, he starts his like montage, whatever. And uh, this is, like, when they're all, like, training. And then it's, like, a shot of, like, Veronica printing money. And it's, like, money, money. Like, it's, like, this whole montage. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of ends off with Jughead um, kind of picking up the money that Veronica's fucking face is on. And he's, like, what is... And he literally says it. He's, like, why is Veronica printing, like, Monopoly money with her face on it? Like, what is this situation? And the kids, and then Tabitha has to explain, like, it's fake money, but you can use it at different places. By different places, she means three places. Yeah. You can use it. (laughs) You can literally use it at Pops, the Bijou. I I don't want to hate this storyline. Because, I again, like I'm saying, like, cheers to her. Like, she's doing good. Cheers. I think if it started off by being, like, this is a school assignment. Like, let's see how this goes. Like, let's see, like, how you can, like, calculate your money. And then someone was like, yo, let's actually make money. It would have made more sense. But this chick legit wanted to make her own currency. She, like, literally had the printing press, like, ready to go. Um, which is funny. So anyway, so she's already printing the money. Jughead kind of calls it out. It's funny because Jughead's almost playing this character who is the audience now. Like yeah, he's not yeah, just yeah. in the story. He's also calling out the fact that like shit is so weird in Riverdale. Um, anyway, then it cuts back to Vixen's practice and Tony kind of rolls in and she's kind of pissed because Cheryl did not tell her about the storyline. So 
Um, she's like, why did you set this up without me? Like, I thought we were doing this as a team. And, uh, you know, Cheryl goes on to say, like, the Vixens, like, Blossoms are forged in fire. And we have to, like, keep training, training, like, twice a week. Um, and Tony's basically like, uh, you sound like your mom. You sound crazy. Like, what is wrong with you? And then in the background, one of the girls kind of gets injured. And then she cancels practice. And she's like, Cheryl, like, what the F? Like, and then she kind of walks out with everybody else. And Cheryl's like... You're on thin ice. And I'm like, wow, fire, ice, Actually, season one, you were in, episode two. you were two. on thin ice in season one, and Archie had to mm. save your ass. Mm. Oh, <laughs> She was on literal <laughs> thin ice. Yeah, literally on thin ice. Uh, <laughs> um, so then it cuts to the swamp, and uh, they're looking for Polly. Like, everybody's like, Polly, Polly. I never understand that because I'm just like, whoever is like, it's me. I'm yeah, over like, here. hey, I'm right over here. I'm just having a like, tea and coffee by the swamp. Like, you're like in the swamp. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they're, they're doing the search party. And then, of course, Hiram rolls up with his people, including Reggie. And he's like, skirt, skirt, skirt. You get off my property. I own this now. It's going to turn into the turnpike. And, um, and then yeah, he basically kicks everybody yeah, off, he's and like, it's can't so like, it's totally shitty because Alice is like, "Yo, like my like daughter is literally missing, missing yeah. and you want to kick us off like the place that she her phone was found." Like, come on, and uh, Hiram's like, "I feel for you because like I have a daughter too, but get off my property." And I was like, "It was a little like you, you too bitch, much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah." I was like, "Who would ever say that? Like, you literally like you're unless like, they're that's, hiding that's something like in the swamp, you know." Yeah, like there's oil <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. Like, who knows? Um, which I do want to get to, actually. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, so then it cuts to Thornhill, and um, Nana talks to, talks to Jughead and Tabitha, and she basically tells essentially the same story, but she has a little bit inf- more information. She talks about the fact that there's a Mothman ship, and they were looking for their Mothman friend, and then a few weeks later, she found a body in the maple, like the, the maple farms, the maple forest, and um, she took the body and apparently an autopsy was performed. So, like, he keeps, like, as she's telling this story, he's also like, okay, like, this girl is crazy. Yeah. Like, he's looking at her being like, this bitch is nuts. I mean, if you <coughs> thought she was normal, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, it's the Nana Rose. Yeah, it's Nana Rose. She's like, hello, everybody. Um, there's aliens How'd she get her glass so- eye? Yeah, that's a good question. I actually wanted to, I was like, maybe that's connected mm-hmm. to it. Um, anyway, so she goes on to say that, they were looking for their missing friend, and he was like, who's they? Like, who did this autopsy? And she's like, it's the Mothman people. Like, the Mothman people were looking for this body. And um, she goes on to say, like, I told them that I cremated the body, but I actually kept the body in a barrel of maple syrup. So she's like, I can get it for you if you want to. And he's like, yeah, sure. Like, thanks. Yeah. Bye. Like, he still so kind of leaves it being like, what a weirdo. Yeah. Like, what the hell was that? Then it cuts to econ class again. And um, they're super excited because everything's going really well. Like money's going like it's all successful. Everybody's clapping. Everyone's like super amped. And I actually learned something about economics. I was like, girl, what you talking about? So she's like, how like so now that everything's successful, like what do we do next? Like, do we like start pumping more money into the economy? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, but how much? And I was like, oh, girl, you're teaching me something. So how much? So she's like, should we put in $10,000 or $1,000? And everyone's like, $10,000. And she's like, no, yeah. that's wrong. <laughs> wrong uh-uh. answer. 
Because apparently if you flood the money with more money, then it will just like yeah, collapse you're like inflating. The you're inflating. It's inflation. Yeah, basically whatever is happening in Toronto right now. Um, just inflating the, the entire economy. Um, so then uh, as this is happening, as she's explaining, like, no, you can't do that. Hiram comes and knock, knock, knocking on her door. And he's like, wow, Miha, like you're teaching so many things about treasury and money and economy. And he even says it himself, he's like, I can't believe I didn't think about that. Yeah. Like, he's like, I didn't even think about like putting, and I was actually, it's funny that he said it because I thought the same thing. I was like, yeah, after seven like, years, you, you didn't think? think to like make your own currency? Yeah. Like, but I mean, he knows it's illegal. Like she, she's doing something illegal. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't print your own fucking money. <laughs> um, and so he's like, I just, he's like, I'm just frustrated because like you're helping like Archie with this firefighting thing. Now I hear that you're printing money. Like what's the deal? And she's like, we believe in Riverdale. So take a hike, Danny. And then he just leaves. She's so like, again, as Archie would say, take a hike. I hate you. Oh yeah. What did she Stop say? Like you stink. Yeah. <laughs> something i was like all right you suck. yeah so um anyway but he again leaves. like again, super cute banter between the, the super two cute of them banter. like yeah i'm into it i'm okay with it so then it cuts back to the el royale and they're all like talking and hanging they're like kind of catching up on all the stories about like them like you know archie and the army and this homeless man earl comes in and earl? i guess archie archie knows him from the fact that like he was like a retired army vet. person as well yeah. a vet and he lives on Skid Skid Row, Skid Alley. There, yeah, Skid Alley, yeah. Um, and I actually wrote down because he looks so familiar. I was like, why does this guy look so familiar? After the rewatch, I watched it again. I looked it up, and I was right. It's the uninvited from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yes, so, I saw a picture of that, like as like on the t- on our timeline, and I was like, oh shit, I didn't even realize. Yeah, I was like, why does he look so familiar? I'm like, but they made the him actor? homeless twice. Is it just they the literally- same actor? Like he's not just that the same guy. actor, yeah. But essentially, he's like the same role. Like he's yeah. also a homeless person in Riverdale. Yeah. Like you guys Looking could have cast him as anything. Like, Someone like, let him in. Be <laughs> yeah. So essentially, yeah, he has this little quick moment because that's the thing. I was like, what was relevant to that? Him like even talking yeah. at that point. So he's like, yeah, I hope you can fix our busted ass town. Goodbye. Like he just like <laughs> leaves. Like that was his purpose yeah. of the conversation. With his squeaky like. Yeah, he's like. He's Dude, the sound effect person was like living this episode. Yeah, like, he's they like, were, like volume <laughs> seventy five. Yeah, he was like ready to go. Um, so then it cuts to Betty calling Glenn because she's like, "Yo, I need backup. Like, shit's going yeah. down in my city. Yeah. Like, you need to come and help me." And he's like, "You know what? Like, it's only one murderer. So like, I really don't think I can help you. Like, sorry about it." Which I thought was kind of tight. And like, it involves his. He's hundred percent the murderer. He's hundred percent <laughs> the murderer. Like, it's so You're obvious. Like, it's so obvious. Like, we know. Yeah. We know. Because, like, he's being like, sorry, you can't come. You know, he's already there killing everyone. Yeah. He's like, by the way, TBK, aka Saying I am five back. seasons. Yeah. I am killing people. Yeah. Um, And so he's like, there's two victims already. And when he mentions that the TBK is back, um, she has, like, a total freak out moment. Like, the camera, yeah. like, closes in on her. And she's like, <laughs> she can't even hold her phone anymore because she's having PTSD. Um, and then she's like, don't worry about it. I'll deal with this. Like, you deal with the TBK. Catch the motherfucker. And then she hangs up. And she kind of has, like, a flashback of, like, when she was captured in, in the hole. And she's like, oh. Um, so, anyway, she's dealing with it. So, then it cuts to Betty at nighttime. And she's back at the swamp. And, um... Reggie obviously like hears her. He's he's like, yeah. like, what are you doing here, girl? And she's like, my sister's literally missing. My mom's going insane. Like, I you can't I need stop to, me. Like, like shoot look me for if you her. Need to. Yeah, yeah, I have to find her. 
And he's like, okay, fine. Like, I have something that I need to tell you, but like, you have to do like a cone of silence with me. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So then he tells her that he, she found, he found another body in the swamp. So it's like, dun, 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 who is it now? Um, and then it cuts to Archie in firefighting practice. I don't even know what else to call it. They're all like, just practicing, whatever. And uh, Bernardo's there looking sexy. And um, there's an explosion that happens uh, outside or like one of the homeless guys they come, come in, out. He's yeah. like, they're like, hey, there's a fire in the alleyway. We need the do a fire department. We need like the two of you that know how to use a yeah. hose. He's like, grab the so hose. They, <laughs> so yeah, so then he runs outside <laughs> and it's literally like right beside them. Like it's like yeah. on, like it's like the na- neighborhood. Um, and it's on fire. It like blows up. It like explodes, like the windows pop off and the guy who called them out, he's like, Earl's in there, like my friend's in there, like, can you save him? And Archie, of course, kicks the door. I wanted to strangle. And like everyone's literally saying like, Archie, no. Don't do it. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, you talking to me? (laughs) Bro, what are you doing? Uh, Fucking jumping into a fire. What's wrong with you? And it's funny because they had time to stop him. Like he had to oh, kick fully. the door like, three times. Yeah, and they were like, <laughs> "No!" Like, <"Duh." laughs> it's like, bro, you let that happen too. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> he runs into the fire like yeah. he's freaking uh, like, like no invincible. mask, nothing, like nothing. He would have been dead in two yeah, seconds. Okay, easily. Just as a PSA, which I should have done at the end of this episode, do, like, not, do not ever run do into anything that Archie ever does. Yeah, like, or that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just don't follow anything that he does because um, you will die. Like, it's not as easy as that. Um, so then it cuts to Hiram talking to Veronica because she's like counting her money. And it's not adding up. So she's like, this bitch. So she calls him up <laughs> and she's like, yo, like, are you printing money? Like, where did you get that money that you showed me when you came to my classroom? And he's like, me, I didn't do nothing. And he obviously is saying that, like, you know, the Treasury office is going to come for you. Like, all these other things. So, it's not, like, a sustainable, like, model anyways. Yeah. Um, and But he does deny the fact that he, it he did him. it. Even though she, yeah. yeah. Even though she's, like, She's, no, like, no, no, I no, do my calculations and I never make a mistake in addition. I'm- and there's a mistake <laughs> in the additions. Math is right. It's on point. You don't get the name She-Wolf by mixing up math things. Yeah. It's 2021. <laughs> Like, girl, sit down. You don't even know the year. Uh, <laughs> uh, so then it, it cuts to... <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, it cuts to the coroner's office, and it turns out that it is, in fact, the new body is actually Mar- Margaret. And um, Kirtle says her body was pulverized like it was hit by a wrecking, wrecking ball. ball. I know. I was I like, was like oh, that's, that's, Is she yeah, going to be in the season? In She's the one that goes, she's the TBK. <laughs> <laughs> Miley's a TBK. Uh, we figured it out, guys. Um, no. So what I was thinking about was like, is pe- are people like hitting them with trucks? Like, was she hit by a truck? Yeah. And, like, and it, it could be because. Oh. Because like, oh. that's a wrecking ball to me. Like, that's the closest thing to her. Like, no one's going to hit her with a wrecking ball. Or unless she was. Anyway, I that, yeah. that was the first thing that came to my mind when I thought like he, she was like her body was like yeah. smashed. Because she was like, oh, my God. Um, so then it cuts to Cheryl and Tony and they have a moment in the gymnasium because she canceled practice. Tony pra- cancels practice and she's like, we need to talk like what's going on with you. 
And she kind of just lays it all out. And she's like, you know what? I was okay with it for five seconds, but you're privileged. You're selfish. Like, you don't even know what your life has been like this entire time. There are people out here that are, like, putting in the work. And you're just, like, out here. And she just kind of kicks back and is like, well, I have the money. And, like, what does that mean? Does that mean I'm selfish and I'm giving you money? And she was like, it's not just about the money. It's like, you need to be on the floor with us. Like, we're working. We're doing things. And I was like... Good point. Like, very good no, point. No, very. Like, it was a very well-written uh, scene. Moment, And they yeah. hit all the right points that they should have hit. Like, everything felt very authentic. And, like, it is yeah. that it would be that conversation that these two people would be having with each other. And, Absolutely. again, Tony is carrying the whole season. <laughs> Every <laughs> scene again. that they give her is so well-written for her character. Yeah, for sure. So, she kind of storms off on Cheryl because even though Tony kind of, like, shuts her down... Um, and Cheryl even says, like, your cruelty is beyond words. I was like, what are you yeah, angry about? Like, what's the problem? I was like, here? sit down, girl. And then Tony just leaves because she's just like, fuck you. Like, you don't even understand. Um, but clearly, Cheryl's also, I mean, we obviously know that this is just like leading up to angry sex. Like, we'll get it yeah. at, at some point in time. When like, she's not this pregnant. is just <laughs> the build up. Yeah, when she's not pregnant anymore. <laughs> Um, so anyway, it cuts to Cheryl coming home after this whole altercation with Tony. And she's like, Nana, I just need to talk to you about, about something because I'm like heartbroken now. But it's Miss, 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 Miss Marble. She back. She back, 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 back again. So she shows up. And in the background, it shows the two, the two paintings, like, paintings yeah. beside each other. And she was like, you know, it was really funny. Like, I took this one home and I realized that it was a forgery. And I thought that I'd come talk to you about it before I called the police on your ass. Ow. So. Bye. So we don't get, so we don't go back to this moment. So I'd like to ask you now, like, what do you think is going to be the next It's funny because my, I had a question for you too and it was exactly this. I don't know. Like, what happens now? Like, is she going to go to jail? Is Marvel going to like blackmail her? her? Probably that's what's going to happen. Is right. Marvel going to be a love like story? Interest. Yeah. yeah. I kind of feel so, like it might be. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you wouldn't introduce her as a character if it wasn't like For sure. More and cast her, her like, like at their age too, you know? Exactly. So I feel like that's a really good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. And not like a, not a yeah, guy. Yeah. It's not like it's an like older a, lady a or like a guy. Yeah. Um, no, that's a really good point. I think that that's going to be the case. And I also think that maybe Miss Marble is going to be want to on in on this like scam that she's running. So I think she's going to be like, yo, let's keep doing this. I'm the one that's curating. You're the one that's making the selling your stuff. It's a perfect like, like partnership. So maybe that will be the thing. Maybe they start falling in love with each other. Yeah, and then Tony's going to get jealous. And then Tony's going to get jealous, and then she's going to have the baby, and then they're going to have sex. Like, Shoni is coming. Don't Shoni's worry, guys. Shoni's coming literally and figuratively. Yeah. I mean, just literally both ways. <laughs> just literally always. Uh, but Miss Marble is um, kind of on the burner right now. So we'll see how that kind of plays out next episode. So then it cuts to Archie in the hospital. Thank God this guy did not die, but this he guy's almost hospital died. bills. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, he's so nice. I guess he's insured now because he's like an army vet. True. So he's like, yeah. So basically he pulled... Earl out. Yeah. Um, and he's like in the hospital yeah. as well. And Jackson is there with uh Tom. And it was really funny because he's getting caught up on Hiram Lodge and he was like, Who's this Hiram guy? Yeah. Like, tell me more about this fucking crazy guy. And he's like, It's just Riverdale. Like they're both just like, you don't Ugh, get it. It's like, Riverdale. Watch our like, this, show. this place is crazy. Where have you been <laughs> for the past five seasons? Um 
And Jackson just gets more and more pissed off because yeah. he basically says, and he makes a really good point. He's like, what the hell are we fighting for over, over there if this is what happens to us when, when we come we back? Because yeah. he was like, Earl was also like an, an army vet. Like he, like, he's like, why is Very this real conversations. Very real. Very real. I appreciated them all. Respect them yeah. all. And he was like, again, another millionaire is making money off of us, like coming into yeah, a small yeah. town and like taking advantage. So it's very true to like what's going on in the world today. Um, mm-hmm. And I did, I kind of like his character. I feel like he's, in some ways, he's like the opposite of Archie, but right. they like find wa- a great middle ground that like sparks really good conversation in a way. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I mean, they both went to, through similar yeah. traumas. So like, we'll get to that point, but like yeah. the fact that they share that is really yeah. important. Um, so then it cuts to Hiram and Reggie and Reggie's base or Hiram's basically pissed that this body was like mysteriously yeah, found, found on his grounds because obviously he thinks that he's the one that did it. Um, and he says something really interesting that I want to talk yeah. about where he says the turnpike, just like the rest of Sodale, is a necessary smoke screen. Yeah. And that's when Reggie cuts him off. And then he ends off like Reggie goes on to say, like, why don't you just like take this as a moment to be a hero? And he says, we both know that's not the real end game, like turning this thing into a highway. So then Hiram goes, "Okay, fine. I'll I'll like, you know, let them do whatever they need to do. So quick pause, 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 because like those were things that I only noticed the second time watching it. I didn't even notice. It was very, very subtle. Um, what is this smoke screen? What is his? I don't know. What is his end game if it isn't to build Sodale? Because we're out here thinking that Hiram's like new goal for this new season is that. I'm gonna. But sneeze. now it sounds like. It, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, you're 100 right. I don't yeah. know. I was trying to like I was trying to think about things as before we did the podcast, and I don't know what it could be. No idea. I was like, what could it be? I'm not really sure. Like, is he, is he like the one thing that I was thinking and hoping obviously was, um, is it something that is going to like be a like, positive, be a positive. Yes, like he's that's like, what I'm hoping he's like, for. I'm making it sound bad, but yeah. like, I'm going to fix Riverdale at the very end of it all. But I'm just like, but why are you keeping it secret? Like, it doesn't really exactly. make sense as to why yeah. it would be like why he's going through yeah. all this trouble. That being said, and again, I'll talk about this, maybe maybe not, but since we're talking about it, like now that Reggie apparently is aware of what his big plan is, like clearly it can't be that evil. Okay, but here's the thing. You're right. It can't be that evil, maybe, but they're doing a lot of evil things along the way. That just doesn't make sense. Like, why are you burning his house down? Like you almost were yeah. almost gonna kill Archie. Like, why did you, you have to do that people. in your path to do something great greater for the world? Doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, I always worry with how far they take Hiram in yeah. terms of like how evil he can get. And I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't really make sense that he would be going to these great lengths if like doing Sodale and doing this like yeah. turnpike is not the end goal. Like, is he out here just gonna be And ultimately the you are of the draining States? Riverdale? Like, like you are killing Riverdale. So like how yeah. are you gonna get it back? You're not. Or maybe there is like a larger evil that he's planning to do, but like I don't what is yeah. it? Like yeah, what, yeah. Do we, what do we I know don't know about this? If you guys Anyways. know, put it in the comments below. Let us know what yeah, you're Yeah, tell thinking. us what your theories are for yeah. sure. Um so then it cuts to Margaret, Margaret's mom, Tony and Betty, and they're talking in the FBI office and she basically is like, Yeah, your daughter is officially dead. Like we found her body. R.I.P. Margaret with the braces. Um and she's like, Yeah, but like who hurt her? Like, what was the storyline? And Betty's like, we don't really know. Like, my sister's out there, too. Like, don't worry. We'll find them. Like, we'll find whoever did this to her. Like, we'll we'll do it. And 
you know, Margaret, Margaret's mom is basically like, at least like I know she's like gone now. Like I can. Yeah, like, it was really sad. Clo- closure. It was sad. And even like Tony was crying. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things, with, especially with the storyline, it seems like they're making it a lot bigger and deeper in terms of like, people are not just dying in this town. And like, they're really bringing a lot of these storylines back to like either real world situations. Like later on, they talk about human trafficking. Yeah. Like, it's, oh my God. it's very interesting yeah, yeah. how they're like wrapping bigger. a lot of these. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot bigger than just Riverdale, yeah. um, which I enjoy. I like the fact that they're like making it topical. And like and last season we would have gotten this murder. We wouldn't have seen the mom. Like we wouldn't have yeah. ever heard about it again, but to see the mom yeah. to be like, I'm getting closure. Fine. Like it was a big scene to have, you know? And that's so, a story. Like that yeah. is a story for a lot of parents yeah. who like don't know where their kids went. And then they find out like they're dead like 10 years later. Like it's crazy what happens in the yeah. world. This world is crazy, guys. Um, so then it cuts to Pop's Diner and Jughead sees this barrel of maple syrup that Nana decides to like fucking U-Haul there. Like, I don't even know how the fuck she got it there, but she like Ubered it over. Um, and Tabitha's like, yep, there's a barrel of fucking um, maple syrup for you from from Nana Rose. Um, so then it's commercial break. And then it cuts to the next scene of them kind of examining something. We don't see it until the very end. Mm-hmm. Like, they angled the camera so like we're only looking at Tabitha and Jughead and they're like oh my god it smells in here like um and Jughead basically says that he's gonna look for a specialist who's gonna look for you know like investigate this thing that they found because Tabitha's like it could be fake like it could be like sewed up body parts like we don't even really know like what it is and then we finally see the shot of all shots It, it looks like a tiny dead alien baby like uh, it looks like an alien. Yeah. Like, what did you think of that? This like reveal of I don't know. of an actual extraterrestrial. Like, is it, is real? it real? Is it fake? Like, what do you guys think? I don't know. What I mean, did I you feel think? like we know what you guys think. I mean, it went out a little bit X Files for me. Yeah. Like, it definitely like went. It started to go into that yeah. route, and that's not a bad thing necessarily. I do love X Files. Like, I loved the series and I like the way that they kind of slowly moved into something that was mysterious, but didn't like always show you like aliens running around, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I feel like Riverdale, if they do it right, it might not be yeah. that crazy, but uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so then it cuts to um, Veronica in class and she, she ends up telling them, you know, like counterfeit money has entered the system. So we have to shut it down. Like I, I feel like my dad might've done it. And as, like, they're talking about it, like, the kids look really bummed and, like, kind of stressed out. And she notices some kid, like, kind of tapping his hands in the back corner. And he has, like, these inky fingers <laughs> that she notices. And um, she's like, where'd you get those inky fingers from? Like, don't tell me you got it from art class. And he basically admits that he printed $10,000 instead of the $1,000 that they all agreed on. And she's like, great. It triggered an economic collapse. Thanks, guys. It's all your fault. And I'm like, well, that's your fault. You for left it in the hands of children, of literally. Ki- kids. Like, what yeah. What did you expect to happen? They want money. Um, so she's like, now you're going to have to work off your debt for a much-needed service. I'm like, so this bitch. She set them whole, up. She set these bitches up. She knew they were going to fucking fail. Yeah. And now she's getting them to do free work for her. Fucking <laughs> I'm like, child bitch. labor over here. Child labor. That is a loophole. So anyway, so... We'll talk about what she ends up doing with them. Um, it cuts to Archie and he gets home. And just as he's getting home, Jackson is like ready to leave. He has his like rifle in hand. He's like ready to pop off, literally. And he says, I read up a little bit about Hiram. Uh, someone needs to teach this guy a lesson. Like he's about to like literally shoot him dead, essentially. 
And um, Archie's like, I'm not going to let you waste your life like this. Like, don't be crazy. And um, they have this moment where he basically is like, I feel lost. I'm pissed. I didn't get the housing that I was going to get. Like, I just feel like I'm, I don't have a place in society. Um, and Archie kind of comes back and says, I'm the same way. Like, my, my friends don't really know my story. They don't deal with the same traumas that I've dealt mm-hmm. with. You know, where I'm lost too. Loved that's it. why I want to put scene. all my, like heart into changing like, and saving the town the yeah loved fixing it. the town i loved it it was such a good moment and he's like what are we gonna do and he was like why don't you like stay in in town you can become the new commander of the firefighting brigade or whatever and we can help each other stay sane yeah. i love this loved moment it. it was very great. powerful it was, it was, like yeah very powerful for sure uh, then it cuts to Pop's Diner and uh, Jugs be drinking and writing and it's two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and we get it. We get it, girl. Um, and um, then suddenly out of nowhere, the whole place starts to shake. And then it's kind of the recreation of what Pop's was talking about, which is lights like the lights everywhere. on outside. The music box goes off, like the free gumballs for everybody again. And um, he sees the light kind of shine through the window and then he goes outside. And this time, though, what happens is what we didn't see happen with the with Pops is he looks up and there's like this like specific spotlight that kind of hits him. That's when it comes to like commercials. Alien or you're spaceship. Like, alien spaceship or like military. It's military, guys. Come on. Um, so. Then um, it cuts to the next scene where he's talking to Tabitha and he was like, it was so weird what happened yesterday. I woke up in the booth and it was like four hours later. Like, I don't even know what happened. Like, I lost time. And she was like, well, were you drinking? Like, maybe you like just like hallucinated. Maybe you were just like so excited about what happened yeah, with like my, my grandpa. She doesn't believe him. And then he was like, but wait, there's more. So then he takes her to the back where they left the alien body, which I was like, you shouldn't have done that. Did you at least take pictures? Did you at least take pictures? You never. Like, no one ever thinks never. to take pictures of aliens. Which I don't understand because of all, <laughs> no one ever does that. <laughs> like, take out your phone. Like, we even when prep. it was getting. Yeah, even when it was happening, I was like, I know it was scary for you, but couldn't you, like, whipped your phone yeah. out and been like, yo, this shit is crazy, y'all. Like, fuck. Um, so, anyway, the body's gone. It's missing. And then Tabitha's like, this be crazy, though. What's happening over this kid? She's like, let's have sex. Yeah, let's have sex on this body part now. <laughs> uh, pour out that maple syrup on me. Um, so, <laughs> the cuts to Veronica with her students cleaning up Skid Row. Which I thought was nice. Great. Like it shows this great moment. activity. There was this moment where like one of the students like give Veronica like a look for like a little bit longer than I I, I was like they're not gonna do some like student teacher moment right <laughs> like <laughs> did you notice that like one of the students like see her walk away and he's like mm-hmm, that's my teacher oh yeah, my god I was like, okay, can you chill. imagine no <laughs> I we already got like, yeah fucking we did grungy the grunge from season yeah, yeah. one we're done we're done yeah with that. been there done that. Uh, so then it cuts back to the El Royale and it turns out that Pr- Principal Weatherby canceled the ROTC partnership with this firefighting thing. Children's program, essentially, yeah. uh, because Archie decided to fucking jump into a fire. Yeah. Um, and Idiot. then Bernardo fucking. Yeah. And then Bernardo's like, peace. Yeah, he's like, this, this guy's this too shit. dumb for me. <laughs> this I guy's go. fucking idiot. He's like, I literally spent 24 hours telling you guys not to do what he just, he just did. did. Yeah. <laughs> he just done yeah. did it. Like fucking idiot. Um, and then Kevin kind of goes on to say, like, yeah, we heard about this, but we're happy to join. Him and Fangs are happy to join. 
um, if we if you still need a hand. And then Archie's like, well, Bernardo's gone because he broke up with me um, and he's in New York now. And uh, he, and then that, this is when the chief comes in. He was like, I'm here. I'll help you guys train. Um, and I was like, can someone bring back Bernardo? Like, <laughs> we don't need this old chief man. No offense to the old chief man, but like Bernardo And then the guy's like, all we need time. is a new truck. <laughs> that it was like, beep, beep, honk, honk. yeah. Like, where did the car even come like, from? Like, <laughs> go through the wall. Just rolls up, yeah. <laughs> so Veronica rolls in with the fucking like, new fire truck, and I was like, for a new fire truck, it looks pretty fucking old to me. Yeah, like, like it was like the school, old school like, style. Like, it doesn't style, even have holes. Yeah. It was so cute, though. I thought it was so cute. <laughs> a hose. <laughs> it was really cute. Yeah. She's like, Archie Hines, obviously, I got you a fire I... truck. <laughs> Right. So let's talk about this. So she cute. says she wanted to help. She wanted to do her civic duty. And he was like, how are we going to pay for this? At he this was point, like, well, she has we'll... so much money. Why can't she just buy back the town? Uh, basically, like she's out here acting <laughs> as if she got everything. no money. She got to make her own fucking money. <laughs> river dollars. She bought it with river dollars, apparently. Like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> Sorry. What <laughs> were you saying? Explain the economy. Left, right, and center. <laughs> um, so she's like, you you can pay us back because we'll be making uh, firefighters calendar. And I was like, Bernardo better be month of May. That's my birthday. That's your birthday. And August. Uh, yeah. Um, I was also like, they should make these things that we can purchase as as fans. Because I would buy them. We should like, Photoshop I would, I would them and do it. Do, <laughs> we should do it for <laughs> We should. Would you guys be down for that? Um, and she ends off saying she just wanted to help and anything for you, Archie. So just before we move and on to the like final thing. And he was like smiling at her. And she was like smiling at him and like... Right. Um, so, yeah, I guess we have to talk <laughs> about like, this because so people are gonna, okay. I was like, I guess we have to talk about it. So, Varchi, we have a little Varchi moment. Do you think you know this what? is a Varchi moment? Do we care right now yeah. this episode? I don't, I don't really care, but whether or not it is, whatever. I think, like I was saying before, it was, again, a very comic book, like, these are the characters that we see in the comic book. So, I right. don't think it's going to be Varchi now, that's it, Varchi's done. But I, I thought yeah. it was super cute. Like, even someone who is a Barchi fan, I can still think that that was a cute moment between these two mm-hmm. people who, like, she still wants to help him out in, like, his endeavor. And he's like, cool, thank you. Like, whatever. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah, super for cute. Sure. I thought it was... And that's the thing. I think it's, like, this time jump is giving us the opportunity to see these characters as adults. Yeah. And it's not just these high school ships and, like, Archie kids, love ya. Like, Having it's very, said that, like... like yeah. The husband's gonna come. What's he gonna say? Oh yeah, what he? What's he gonna? She just bought a fire truck. She didn't. She didn't get it approved on the visa. On the she used river dollars. Uh, that's why she used river dollars <laughs> and a river credit card. <laughs> river dollar credit card. Ex- what happened to the American Excess card? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see how that kind of pans out because for sure that's not gonna go over well. Um, then it cuts to the Cooper residence, and this is the final scene that we get. Betty, Tony, Sheriff Keller, and Alice are sitting around the table, and. After cross-referencing kind of Sheriff Keller's missing people, missing women, and then also Tony, like what she knows about it, um, she says that all together there's like 21 girls missing. And Tony goes on to say, like, is it human trafficking? And then the final scene or the final words are Betty looking at everybody being like, or is it a serial killer? And then all of their faces, I swear to God, like I wrote it down because I'm like, literally all their faces are like, not again. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> like, Let it be oh human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> why do we need a serial killer right now again? And she was like, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. She's it like, is. you know, is the you know why. 
Because <laughs> it's Riverdale. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, that's how the episode ends. That's it. Um, yeah, crazy stories. Going back to what we were saying, a few questions that I wrote down. Number one is, can this show please pick one lane? Um, and it's and I wrote down it's not even about the alien storyline to me because I did put in brackets, look at the world we're living in right now. It's highly possible at this point that we're as human beings in 2021 gonna fucking have alien experiences. If you guys have been watching the news, there's been like alien sightings, like people have been talking about aliens. You know, it's funny because I feel like Riverdale had that moment with the pandemic in their show, and then this happened. Riverdale might be like the soothsayer, the yep. fucking Nosferatu of television yep. shows. Like we might be like, they were talking about aliens. How stupid was that? And, and like it literally happens. it's going to happen yeah. to us in like a year yeah. from now. So who fucking knows at this point? But I will say that I want them to keep their focus. I feel like there's a lot happening right now. And I just like, I'm, I know that this is usually how the season start. But like, I don't know how you, I know we talked about at the beginning of this episode, but like, yeah, honestly, yeah, I think it's a lot, but honestly, like I'm not hating, I'm not hating it. I'm, I'm really okay with where they are. I think the writing shows, the writing is very strong, whether or not like some of these storylines, everyone's saying it's too much. I still think the writing is really strong and I'm, I'm here for it. I really am. Guys, there's only like two episodes left and we have to wait four months. So four more months. So just yeah. remember that when you're sitting there hating on the show, <laughs> at least you when got you two are episodes. judging. Yeah. Yeah. That's Let's try team. to make the most of like what happens in the next two weeks. Very good point. So actually, we have, I think we have three more episodes. We have 17, the 17th, 24th and 31st. Oh, anyway, okay. We have That's three, even better. A couple more <laughs> Even, yeah. Um, so a couple comments from our listeners. The first one from at Ruthie and 33 saying lots to lots to say, lots to say. While lots of things happen that I loved and hate, really don't know if I like the Mothman alien storyline. It's like they weren't sure that Jughead's storyline was going to be. So they made something up after having too much vodka one night. Very funny. Um, then at 25 on it says Archie's storyline is the worst. The main character has the most boring storyline again. Anyways. Um, thanks for your comments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had a bit more on Twitter, but again, a lot of you guys were agreeing and saying that like, it's a lot of like crazy storylines, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But guys, we are the toughest critics and we're still not giving up and yeah. I'm okay with it. Let's just see what happens. Let's just, let's just enjoy, go with it. enjoy Riverdale. Let's just yeah. like, yeah, let's try. I know aliens are involved, but like I said, welcome to 2021. Y'all. Yeah. Like, this is, this is the world we're living yeah. in right now. Um, let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. My best moment is going to go right to the dance off. That moment, oh, okay. I think it was the most exciting part of the episode. And I was just kind of like laughing and the editing and the sound yeah. effects and all of that. Worker, worker. It, was, <laughs> worker, it, was, worker. it was a good time. <laughs> yeah. Um, my best moment is every single one that has Bernardo in it. Um, he was just like such good eye candy. Uh, he's just like a big hunk of chunk of man 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 many man many man wtf moment what was your wtf WTF moment moment. um i agree with yours uh but also um the jughead abduction part i was like i'm like what's going on here what's happening up in this gig we're gonna see like an alien thing now like or is it like a men in black situation like he got like he got like oh my god i saw someone's tweet it was like it was like, what's gonna happen now? Like Jughead's gonna get impregnated uh, with an <laughs> alien baby and he's gonna have an alien like my Sims did in Sims 4. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You guys are I so died. crazy. I died. I was dying. I'm like, who thinks of that? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that doesn't. My WWF moment is not as funny as that, but yeah, <laughs> mine is Alice covered in dirt. Like, yeah, just like, I was like, what, what a what? weird ass moment. Because it was like, I was why? Like, what the? F-? Yeah, like, why are you doing this? Why did she? Like, she had one line. She's like, I found her phone. Yeah. And, like, it cut to the next scene. Like, like even if she so said like, random. Betty, I had no time. I had to go get her phone. Like, okay, but she was just like, her yeah. phone. <laughs> cut at the end like is it working is it charged like did it did you try to like turn it on like, yeah did you check the messages like what did you do with this phone and like yeah it was just a random scene and like i we always think about these things because they think like you me and you and me and be like we know like the production yeah. side of things like people had to set this yeah up. they put like, the set, fake footprints they light it up like yeah you're you're doing all this you covered her in trash like she probably spent like yeah. hours in makeup just to put that shit on her and that's what i mean like for maybe it was seconds. because it was in the promo like i don't remember if it was but even if it was probably just a single even frame so, and they did it yeah, for that like, reason why? it's so extra <laughs> yeah. you guys it's so extra mvp um who's your mvp mvp is gonna be the new daddy of riverdale bernardo except he's oh. now gone um, but yeah, definitely right. MVP because like he came out of nowhere and I was like, wow, I'm yeah. impressed. Ooh. Um, Ooh, but I'm also going to say Tony. Um, okay. and I just love, and like you said it too, like that scene where she says there are people out here every single day putting in real work to Cheryl mm. and I'm not going to let you take over the vixens over reasons of vanity and revenge. You're going to have to take a good hard look in the mirror and get it together first. And it was such a like MVP. What a sick, whoever wrote that thing for her, like good job. Like that's what I mean. Like also sure. Tony MVP, but her lines are really good too. So yeah. all around. Tony's and she gets, I mean, that's the thing. It's it's such a great thing to say because to your point, like it is all about like what Cheryl has to deal with. You can't just throw money at so, for and, sure. Like, say that like that's a solution, sure. you know. So like it is. It just shows that like Cheryl has a lot more work to do, and this isn't going to be an easy road yeah, for Tony to get like, back get together. Get your shit together and then come back here because I've been putting in the work. Me. Like how yeah, exactly. how shitty would it have been if like Tony just said okay come like we missed you come back no yeah, like, like hold what, her what? accountable for all the years that she's missed you know and yeah 100%. I loved it yeah it was really good um, my MVP is gonna go to Reggie and hear me out I feel like he turned the corner this episode like a little like, like, like the t- <laughs> tiniest sliver the tiniest turnpike yeah like a little a little skirt um, I mean I will just give it to him for like calming Hiram down and like helping Betty out and telling her about the body. Like, I feel like, you know, we, we were really annoyed by how we were introduced with to Reggie at the beginning of this time job, but I feel like I'm happy to see him kind of like become more of a normal person. Okay? And I'm really interested to see what this bigger, the storyline that he's hiding with Hiram, like, what is it? Like, what is he yeah. actually hiding? Also, he looked really good in a turtleneck. He looked really good. <laughs> I'll take that. And don't think I forgot about Charles Melton. Don't think I forgot about you. We ain't sleeping on you. We were sleeping on you. LVP. Um, <laughs> who's your LVP? LVP. Who's your LVP? Okay, I'm gonna give it to Veronica and just hear me out, okay? okay. Number one. I mean, you don't have to add it up to you. <laughs> I, I, I understand completely. The fact that you thought your students, who are literally in econ 101, <laughs> like the first level of like econ, one. they're not even in like the, the second one. like course of econ, or like zero one because you don't even get 101 <laughs> yeah. until university. Let them make their own money. I thought they were gonna be like actually like proper and like boost the economy. Um, 
I just, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm poking fun at her. She's still trying. She's wearing those power suits. Yeah. I'm here for it. Uh, <laughs> I still don't get why she wants to make a jewelry store in a broadcast town. I still don't get the, that plan. <laughs> I don't get it and I know that some of you guys were like, no, but the like the store is like halfway between like there and Sodale. I'm like, okay, but Sodale's yeah. not open yet, and Riverdale is broke. Yeah. So. <laughs> Why don't you build what like do you do? a thrift store or like a charity place instead of like a jewelry, yeah. high end jewelry store? It doesn't make sense. And then at the same time, like to your point, like she ends it off by like telling everybody to do community service for the homeless people. So I'm just like, maybe stay in that lane. Like maybe. Also, maybe I love how know. like she, she she did say she sold the Glamour J egg for like 50 G's. 50 G's. And then yeah. at one point in the class, she's like, I know you guys don't have any baby um, Glamour J eggs, Glamour but like, J if you eggs. did, like, I'm like, okay, that's so like 1% of you. Like, like calm down. <laughs> like, no one's going to, they're freaking kids. Why do? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Everybody LVP. Broke as fuck. Um, my LVP is going to go to Cheryl for being so difficult this episode. Really? Like, yeah. we already mentioned, yeah. we already talked about it. I just feel like she's kind of going to hit her edge. I'm worried now because now that Miss Marble's in the storyline, how distracted she's going to get before it goes back to her, like, doing this self-reflection and figuring her own shit That's out. That's a very good point. Because I'm like, I'm into this Miss Marble thing, but, like, does that derail yes, the fact that right. she's not going to have any personal development? Yeah. When are we going to see Tony, like, get back together with her? I know the season's still early, but, yeah, I'm kind of a little worried about yeah. that. But Cheryl's just not, not it right yeah. now. Not into it. The, the best, best line. Thing. What was your best line? Best line. Of, of of course we have the same one. Like of course I'm oh, like that's so funny that we had the same. But I'll ch I'll choose two different ones and the first one is uh between Hiram and Veronica cuz I loved all their scenes like this week. Uh and he was like, "Are you accusing me of counterfeiting your counterfeit money?" Yeah. <laughs> like it was so <laughs> <Yeah>. cute. <laughs> Love yeah. that. The banter. And then and then it was from Eric when he's with Archie and he's like, what the hell are we fighting for over there if this is what happens to us when we come home? And I was like, whoa, that deep. is deep. deep, heavy. Damn, that was really, really powerful. And it's really funny that you mentioned that this is your favorite because originally mine was the one from Cheryl where she's like, the bitch is back in yeah. town. And I was like, that's so typical. Yeah, I thought you were going to choose line. that for sure. Yeah. So I switched it because when I rewatched it, I was like, this was, this it made did. me actually LOL in the first like five seconds of the episode yeah. where Jughead is talking to Archie when he finds the picture and he goes, oh, geez, I know where this is going. And like basically shows yeah. the entire crazy story. It's like the show goes, calling itself so out nice. for its ridiculousness. Yeah. And I, I always love that. And I think I love the fact, like I said, I think that Jughead specifically is getting these moments where he's the one that's calling this shit out. Like he called out Veronica and her Monopoly money. He called out Archie. Like I think it's been happening quite a few times. So it's really interesting to see his character like have this like level of like aware sarcasm. Yeah. Let's get into our Let's listener roundups. We got so many of them. Thank you guys. Um, at Postmaster Radio says best moment pops flashback scene. Yeah, we got a little young young pops yeah, to see. Yeah, that was so cool. Um, WTF moment Jughead's abduction. Um, MVP Archie, Tony, Betty, Veronica, Jughead, and Nana Rose. So like half the cast <laughs> that we saw today. <laughs> Thank you. Um, LVP Veronica's business students and Hiram. Um, and best line when Veronica told Cheryl, I heard that Queen Elsa had come down from the mountain. Let it go. Let it go. All right, go uh, ahead. At Ruthie Ann, 3-3. Three, 
best moment Reggie and Betty scene. I like that he was willing to help out a bit. Made me smile. Mm-hmm. Very true. WTF moment. This Mothman alien light weird electric crap. Seriously, we were going good with normal town drama with some relationship drama here. <laughs> Come this shit. I am over it. And the dance off. It had me LMAO. Not a grown up move. Cheryl cringy. Very Ooh. opinionated there. I like that. Yeah. MVP Archie. <laughs> really, this guy's. I tell you, he has my heart. Tony for the tough love speech she gave Cheryl and Betty for being a boss. FBI find them girls, Betty. Lo- like so true. Agree. Agree. Get them girls. LVP Hiram. Something is seriously wrong. A girl is missing, and you're being heartless, bringing guns. Like what the f? There got to be something to his story. Best line, mm-hmm. Jughead. No mano y mano with Hiram, and money alone isn't gonna solve. The problems of this town, Tony to Cheryl. Oh, yeah. Double, double best lines. We have at Mackenzie Burns saying best moment, Shoney Vixen practice, WTF moment, alien skeleton at Pops. The reveal was kind of crazy. MVP, Fred Andrews, fire extinguisher stash. Um, LVP, Glenn. Glenn. The oh, guy. Glenn for being useless. Yeah, he's yeah, going to be the killer. <laughs> the TPK, you mean <laughs> LVP? The TPK, um, and best line: Miha has the tre- Treasury Department shown up to arrest you yet? Are you accusing me of counterfeiting your counterfeit? Loved line? it. At Shoni Five on it, best moment: Shoni dance off. MVP: Tony being there to help everyone and tell and her telling Cheryl about herself. Also, the wardrobe department for Cheryl's outfits. LVP: The writers really an alien storyline. Best line: Tony was a godsend. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Tony is a yeah. godsend. This Thank season? you, Tony, oh, for yeah. saving Riverdale. Yep. <laughs> she saved, saved the show. The she saved us. Yeah. Really quickly, Cheryl's outfit, one of them looked like a Sailor Moon outfit. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but I loved it. Which it was, one was, was it at? It was when she was like in practice and like it's got like a little heart. She was wearing like oh. a little skirt. Like it was cute. Anyway, anyway, so I, it's funny that she mentioned uh, Cheryl's outfits. At AV Baby, I want to say it's 8AB. I feel like it's Baby. Um, best moment was Archie helping Eric and seeing young Pop Tate. WTF moment, the entire Mothman plot, I can't even. Chianti. Chianti. <laughs> MVP, Archie, Veronica, super clutch, especially to Archie. Reggie for telling Betty about the body. So again, three out of seven of the cast members <laughs> of this episode. LVP, Hiram, Glenn for showing up to state where what we've been new already thank you at backs archie best moment archie and jackson scene this acting was great agreed wtf moment the scene that pops with jughead towards the end mvp tony and betty lvp hiram 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 yes mm. and dazit micah says best moment the archie eric scene towards the end a wtf moment the whole alien storyline mvp betty tony archie tabitha the ladies of riverdale shout out and LVP, Hiram and Veronica's econ students. Best line, you suck, Veronica to Hiram. And that is Thanks, our guys. roundups. We always appreciate your them. roundups. Y'all are the best. I love that love you guys it. play a lot The commentary of is on fire. Fire. Yeah, for sure. I know that MB is always like on that and she's like on fire with you guys, like watching it live. So I appreciate As that you guys J-Lag's interact writing with notes. us. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> writing notes. Yeah. I'm on Twitter being like, do, yeah. do, 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 do. we're having fun. <laughs> but honestly, like, we appreciate your guys' commentary. And, like, Always. so many times, like, I read what you guys say to us, and I'm like, that's so true. Like, and then by the time we record mm. the podcast, I'm like, I agree with that. I changed my mind. Yeah. 
yeah, that's true. No, no, it's really, really good that we get these conversations with you guys. So thank you. Um, I would like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode, our Rewinder Squad, White, Nicole, our Lit Rewinders, Tina, and Soleil, and Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamla, and Grace. Thanks, thank guys. guys. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. We're trying to to, to get this Q&A session with JLag and I mm-hmm. together. We're going to have like a live stream session. Uh, so send us your questions. It could be about anything. Anything you anything. want. And we'll answer Personal, your questions Riverdale. just like this. It'll be like a live stream. Um, but to be a part of that, you got to be a part of our Patreon family. So uh, sign up and then we'll send out a date uh, very soon. We're going to have a lot of content once uh, Riverdale is done in like three weeks, I guess. When we have that four month mm-hmm. hiatus, we're going to push out a lot of content to kind of keep you guys We got some plans. In the meantime, yeah. so be sure to stick around for that. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Remember to like, subscribe, follow, and don't forget to review and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks again for listening to us. Bye. Bye-bye.